0: welcome hola what's good hey y'all hey you are tuned in to circle up with amanda hurd what's good family it's a brand new week and i am excited to be in the studio once again my apologies for not um welcome you guys in the studio for the last two to three episodes life has been crazy busy and so i haven't had time to actually sit down put up the recordings and all that but listen we are on episode seven so that means we have three more episodes. And listen, I promise to make room, space, and time to invite you guys back in the studio. So starting next week, we will have the videos up and ready for you guys to chill in the studio with us again. So before um, I kind of carry out with that, we're just going to pin that right there and we are going to hop right into what this episode is all about because i'm super excited about it it has literally been a breakthrough for me and i think that that's a blessing considering we are in the season of breaking cycles and for those who maybe are not familiar with The cycles that you find yourself in, I encourage you to just go back all the way to the first episode um, in season eight and just kind of follow up um, up until now, season seven, and just see if you can identify with any of those cycles um, in your life. And if you can, I encourage you to use the tools that I have left behind so that you can break those cycles in your life and you can begin to experience growth. You can begin to experience the better side of the purpose that is inside of you that is required of you and so i'm excited that we offer that here for you and i'm also excited to know that these are tools that actually work so you're not just listening or tuning in for no reason you are actually getting a purposeful piece of of insight here and so i'm glad about it so this um episode Episode 7, Season 8, Breaking the Cycle of Breaking the Covenant. Wow, this is going to be good. This is going to be so good because I'm telling you guys, again, if you activate the very things that I share in this episode, you are going to see some life-changing things in your ha- in your own household. You're going to see it within your own self. You're going to see it on your jobs. You are going to see it so boldly and clearly that it's going to shock you. And not only that, but it's going to encourage you, it's going to empower you, it's going to lead you um, into the right direction to help you move forward with making that decision that maybe you feel like you're stuck in. This is going to provide clarity for you and I am just I'm glad that I I've went through it, I've experienced it, I've used it, seen the results and now I'm here to offer it. So let's dive in. Breaking the cycles of breaking the covenant. Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to you, Lord God, asking that as we open up our hearts and our minds, Lord God, you enter in. May your spirit rest with us right here, Lord God, so that anything we may think we know about this thing, we set it aside to compare it later on at the end of our lo- learning course, Lord God. I am asking, Lord God, that you rest right here in this space with us, Lord God, and you fill us up with everything that we need to get out of this cycle of coming from underneath the covenant that you have personally made with us. Father, I'm asking that you remind individuals of the covenants that you have made with them personally. Father God, for those who cannot find the covenant, Father God, for those who may have never even set out to, to seek that personal covenant, Father God, I'm asking that you tug on their heart and pull them to this place of desire for a covenant between you and them. Lord, it is in your mighty name that we say this prayer and say amen together. Amen. Let's go. So a covenant, what is a covenant? And even if I kind of have an idea of it, does it only exist for those that were in the Bible? Is this something that is not new age? Is this something that maybe I can't take part in? Or is it something that I am welcome to? Is it something that has already been made with me? And, or is it really simply that thing that is just too hard to stay underneath, right? So a covenant is literally an agreement. It's like a contract. It's like, it's, it's like a, it's a pact, it's a deal. And many of us probably can, um, understand it more so on this level. It's something like a bargain. Have you ever found yourself in that place where you were like in so much, uh, trouble or so much depth of this, of the water that you were like, Lord, if you take me out of this. I promise I will do X, Y, and Z. Lord, if you change my situation, I promise I will do X, Y, and Z. Father, listen, I can't take this anymore. I need something new. I need to experience all of what you have for me. If you just help me get out of this place and into that place, I promise you, I will do A, B, C. Well, when we make those promises, whenever we come to that place in our life, on our journey, where we begin to bargain between us and the Father, we are in some way, shape, or form creating this covenant where some way, shape or form, we're coming to an agreement with God saying, whatever it is that X, Y, and Z means in your life with your personal experience, you're saying, okay, God, when you remove me from this, I'm signing on to this agreement that I will do these things. I want you guys to really understand that a covenant isn't just an agreement that holds unconditional boundaries. Let me tell you something the covenant that is made between you and God. And even if you make a covenant in the world, like even if you make an ag- an agreement or sign a contract with someone in the world, more than likely that thing is going to come with conditions. You're saying that if I do this thing, then you do that thing. And as long as we continue to set in that place where we're both doing the very thing that we set a, an agreement on, then that means everything is a-okay. But whenever one person on one end of the spectrum begins to move outside of that agreement, then the contract is broken. Then the covenant is now broken. And so that is mostly uh, what we find ourselves in throughout this journey. That's what we find ourselves coming to over and over again. We find the cycles of broken covenants in families, of broken covenants in relationships, marriages, broken covenants between us and God. We find so many broken covenants. And it's so crazy because as I was searching the word, as I was in my Bible, I was reminded, and especially, um, I think the first thing that kind of um lit up in my mind was a conversation that I was having in a one-on-one Bible study with um, with my coach, <laughs> Coach T. That's what I call her on the low anyway. But listen, um, as I was in my one-on-one with um, in my one-on-one coaching class or Bible class with T, literally we kept coming across all of the different promises that god was signing on with the the people of israel or individuals and and different things like that and we found down the line that people kept stepping outside of the agreement and every time they stepped outside of the agreement then boom trouble came their way and not just trouble because trouble no matter if you're in covenant or outside of covenant is going to try to find you but the thing is whenever you remain in that contract Whenever you remain underneath that covenant, when trouble shows up, God is saying you are protected. And that's just like in the world when you're underneath that contract, whether it's with your insurance company or whatever it may be. It's saying if anything happens, when trouble comes your way, you are covered. Right. And so just like that. We have found story after story where people continued to be in this cycle of breaking the covenant. How can we stop that? How can we stop literally running in circles, chasing the same old thing and then expecting a new thing? How do we get outside of this the a covenant between you and God is very very precious. A covenant between you and something in the world if you can just understand the weight or importance of that, you I'm sure you can get to a place in your heart where you understand the covenant between you and God is that much better. Like it's that much more um, important, really, because the world system is kind of wrapped around man's mind and man's kind, but when you kind of take it outside of that and you step into the spiritual realm and now you're talking about this covenant between you and God. This is now you are signing a contract with someone who does not lie. You're signing a contract with somebody who has an amazing track record. You're signing a contract with somebody who says yes and amen. So that means it has to be so. You're signing a contract with the creator himself. And so he's going to hold up his end. It's all about us now holding up our, our end. And so breaking this cycle, getting to a place where we can figure out how in the world, how in this world do I stay in the realm of what God has promised me? How in the world, in this world, do I stay in the realm of the law that God has spoken over me? So before we dive too deep into that, I want to take you guys um, to the covenant that God has placed over me and my family. So, I literally was having a moment in prayer, and in this moment, I don't know what rung the bell or sounded the alarm that made me think about a covenant, and I was like, Lord. I know um I know that you make these covenants with people, and I know that you know the stories of the different covenants, I found a good seven covenants in the Bible. Um, and I've and I've seen how they fold and unfold. But Lord, what is the covenant that you have made with me? Have you made a covenant with me? And literally in that moment, I felt the Holy Spirit begin to speak, and he, as he was reminding me, he refreshed my memory as he was reminding me of a previous time that my husband and I were in prayer. We were in prayer and we were connected in hands. And as we were praying, the Lord allowed me to see a vision. And in this vision, it was, he was tearing a piece of his robe and as he tore the robe, he placed it over my husband and I. And in that moment, it was so real that we began to feel a weight in the room. Like it was a weight on our shoulders. And when we felt that, I mean, it just took our prayer to a whole new level, right? And so as I'm seeing the vision, I'm seeing these things. I'm speaking it to my husband and I'm sharing what I'm seeing and I'm sharing what I'm feeling and what I'm hearing in this moment. And it was at that time that Holy Spirit spoke to us and said that he is our covering. He was going to cover us and not only us as me and my husband, but everything that falls underneath us. And so it it covered me, my husband, my children and their children. And so it was such a beautiful moment. Um, It was such a heavy Moment, but it was so beautiful because it was a a very spiritual moment where we were in or at a table, if you'd say, we were in this realm where there was a covenant being made between us and the Father. And so, with that, I never took it much further. Um, even to the thought of it being a covenant, right? I just thought that that was just something that he wanted us to know. I thought that at that time, you know, because of everything that was going on, I thought that he was just encouraging us or something that he was just, um, he he needed us to know for the season that we were in. It wasn't until later on in life that he showed me that this is the very thing that I have promised to do over you and your family family. And, you know, and as I look over the years, it makes me emotional because his word remained the same. And yes, <laughs> yes, it definitely came with detailed instructions. You know, it definitely came with things that, um, as we would say, talking about the covenant, that would make this thing conditional. And, you know, because of that, it, it reminds me now speaking that if we Choose to step outside of those lines, and those lines are literally just as uh, simple, um, or, or, or you can say, challenging, because it does take a work, um, and to the heart is conditioned, and you've, you've used consistency and balance, and so, or consistency and discipline, and so much uh, time frame that a balance was formed. That you will find these very same conditions all throughout Scripture. In the Old Testament, and even leading into the New Testament. Literally, he's like, I'm gonna do this thing for you. I desire to do this thing for you, but in order for this thing to be made whole, you must remain in me, you must remain faithful to me, you must keep me as your God. Like these are the very simple things that he's even spoken to them when he was making covenants with them. Right. And so now kind of fast forwarding a little bit, going, um, into some of the different covenants that he made, um, that he made previously that you can find in the scriptures. So we'll find that with covenants, there's, there's mainly like a two two different kinds of covenants. Now, there's a cov- there's the covenant of a promise and then there's the covenant of law. And so, um, with some of these people, you're going to find that this covenant came with law. And then some of these people, you're going to find that wow, their covenant came with promise, like promise to the individual that kind of led off, that kind of led into their offsprings. So, we find in the Noahic law or the Noahic covenant, um, this was where it was between creation and creator. So God there made a covenant never again to destroy the earth. And so not just destroy the earth, but destroy the earth with water. Let's get that clear. (laughs) So we um, all can probably relate or kind of not relate, but we can all kind of go back and have that one thing that... um, that reminds us of this covenant is when we see the rainbow. When we see a rainbow in the sky, all of us remember or know that to be the promise from God. And so that's just a beautiful that's just a beautiful covenant that we still see to this day. Um, and then there was like the Aber the Aberic. The Abrahamic covenant, and that was a covenant that God made with um, Abraham. And when he made this covenant with Abraham, God had promised great blessings to Abraham and his family. These blessings extended to all of the seeds of Abraham. And so as you see there, we're seeing now that this is a personal covenant. Um, covenant. This is a covenant that deals with Abraham personally and then everything that is up under him that comes from him. And so you can see that just to kind of help with the covenant, you don't have to be stuck in that frame or that mindset where you think that this is not something that you can sign up for. This is not something that you, that you can't like connect to or be a part of. Like these covenants are covenants that can be one personal and then one for in a body of people, right? And so... I want you guys to be encouraged that if you cannot pinpoint a covenant that was made between you and God right now in this moment, then be encouraged to spend some time in prayer and see if maybe you just don't remember the covenant that was made between you and him. Maybe you can open up your Bible and open up Google and kind of find some covenants that were um, that we're over like the body of Christ and see where you can find yourself there. And if that gives you um, a good start, then then that's amazing. But if you're looking for something a little more personal, be encouraged to seek God. Spend a, spend a good week and say, God, I have lost track of our contract. I can't find it. I misplaced it. Or God, I'm not even sure if this is something that we've ever had. And this is something I desire. And so, you know, in that time frame, and I say a week because a a covenant, once again, it's everlasting. And in the world we find, and this is a pretty cool fact, in the world we find that um, a covenant that is made literally lasts the time of the land. And so as long as the land is there, if a covenant was made for that land, then that's as long as the covenant lives. Even if things around it or change on it or beside it or whatever, sold, bought, the covenant for that land still lasts the whole lifespan of that time. And so just like that with God, it's like when we make these covenants with him, I want you to understand that these are not just you're not just saying, "Oh God, well, I want to get on this 5-month program where me and you have this thing where I promise to read, study and pray for 5 months and you promise to keep me covered, blessed and and my seeds to uh, be able to remain and and literally all that you've had for me." Like, can they experience that as well? That's kind that's not how this works. And so this is like a a lifespan thing God desires us to have the best fruits. He desires us to have the best of him. He desires us to to literally be able to see the blessings, to be able to live in the blessings of him through him. And in order for those things to really take place in our lives, we must remain in the contract. We must remain in the guidelines of the agreement that we came to with him. So this is why, again, I say it's so important for us to spend some time with him and make sure that what we're saying and what we're what we're agreeing to is is very clear and cut through because we don't want to make the mistake of hopping outside of the promise speaking about hopping outside of the promise um it brings me to two points so the first thing is it brings me to the Mosaic law and the Mosaic or covenant. Um, the Mosaic covenant is pretty cool because this covenant was established for the people of Israel. And not only that, but it went along. He he made this covenant after he brought them outside of Egypt, the place where they were bound, where they were kind of um, in, in slavery. When he brought them out alongside with the Ten Commandments and all of the greatness um, there, literally, you will see law and you'll see um How that this was a covenant that kind of switches a little bit of uh, the the range or area that we're talking about. It's a little bit broader or a little bit bigger. And now we're talking about things that kind of go into law. Right. And so when you think about that and then you think about the covenant that or a personal covenant that we're um, making with Christ, you have to consider that. Okay although there's these things that is required of me there's also some form of spiritual law that I must live by right and so although I want you guys to understand this clearly although we are free in him. We are free indeed in him. There is still a requirement to holiness. There is still a requirement to being set apart. There's still a requirement um, of of what is needed from us as we're underneath this covenant, right? And so I just want you to really kind of comprehend that like I want you to take all of that in and understand that there's still a rule of thumb that you know we have to live by we have to living in him isn't living in the freedom of the world and doing as we please and as we want because we can sin all we want and still get the best fruits of God, That's just not how it works. And so although he forgives us and he will continue to forgive us time and time again, I want you to understand that if there becomes a history that is marked with a continual behavior of stepping outside of the covenant, then what you're doing is creating a cycle, a cycle of breaking of broken covenant. A cycle of broken covenant, right? And so that means you keep stepping outside of the agreement between you and God. And so when a raft comes or when heartache, pain, when all of these things, remember I told you, trouble is going to come. Like when trouble comes and you're outside of that covenant, then what does that look like? You can only imagine. What does that feel like? You can only imagine. I'm not saying that God isn't a rescuer. I'm not saying that God won't come through and help you. But I am saying that when you step outside of that covenant, then things become a lot tougher. Um, and we can look at that in scripture again as the, Israelite, as the um, Israelites literally like, found themselves outside of Egypt. God led them out. He led them into a place of freedom, right? We're in a place of freedom. We literally are free in him. Literally, when they stepped outside of his covenant, they literally began to experience the harder side of life. And every time it took them time and time again to find themselves back into a place where they were in good standing and lined back up with the agreement that was made. As God made this covenant over them. And so that, I mean, that scripture, you can find that and you can apply that to your life. Not saying apply their covenant laws and rules to your life. But I'm saying the very principle of that, applying the laws and rules that is made in the contract between you and God, right? And then, so we go on to... um the Devaic law, right? And this is a personal law. Again, here we go. I love this law because it reminds me so much of, or this covenant, because it reminds me so much of the covenant that, you know, God has made with me. But this one was a law or a covenant for land, descendants, and blessings. And so um, God literally made a promise that, that there would be Um, David's descendant will literally reign. And so with that being said, because it was a covenant between God and David, we've seen it through. And so like that, with the covenant that was made between God and me and my household, literally I can stand in this place of confidence knowing that it I will see it through we my husband and I will see it through us me my husband my children and their children will see it through as long because again it is or comes with conditions as long as we stay in the conditions right of the agreement listen I am telling you guys there is nothing greater than knowing especially during hard times or struggling times or times when you just don't feel at your best or times where you feel like you're going in circles and you can't understand why literally when you begin to break the cycle of breaking the covenant and you begin to to live Remain, abide in the covenant made between you and God. Things will begin to shift in your favor. As I was praying earlier today, I was literally reminded of reasons why so many of us are feeling the way we feel In this season, many of us are experiencing the things that we're experiencing in this season. Many of us are feeling challenged in our spirit. Many of us are feeling attacked in our flesh. Many of us are going up against things that we ought not be going up against. Is literally because the cycle, the cycle of a broken covenant. This is... A warning, I'd say, to find yourself back in the covenant, find yourself back in the agreement, find yourself back in tune underneath that very thing, the underneath the promises that God has made for you. Listen, it's not always glorious, but God desires the best for us. Us, his children, those who have chosen to put our faith in him, those of us who have chosen to live by him, through him, those of us who believe in him as though he is. There is so much that he desires for us that goes against every negative emotion, negative feeling, negative thing that you're fronted with. That is not the promises of him. That is not a yes in amen, although at times he sends, he allows the trouble to meet us where we are. He does not, he doesn't want it, want us to meet it head on so that it will overtake us. He wants us to be strengthened. He wants us to lean on him, to depend on him, to to remember that we need him. He wants us to grow and be strengthened. He wants us to be empowered and encouraged. He wants us to realize who we are and how much authority we have. And as long as we continue to break the covenant, we will never fully understand what that looks like. We will never really fully be able to move. In him, through him, the way he desires. So listen, my friends. I say once again, apply this to your life. Find the covenant. Ask God to remind you of the covenant made between you and him. Ask God to, to rewrite the covenant if need be. Ask God for a do-over. Listen, I don't know what it was. I don't know how it was. Like, I don't know. I can't remember. He will refresh your memory. And if there was not one yet set, I promise he will give you one. And then abide. Live. Breathe. Whatever you do, remain in the laws and promises of what is agreed upon between you and him. Well, that's all I have for you guys. I love you guys so much for tuning in. I thank you so much for all of your love and support. Listen, I couldn't do the things that I do if it it was not for you all. So again, I say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, if this is your first time tuning in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard, you are welcome here. Thank you so much. I love that you've tuned in and you have made it this far. Be encouraged to find us on our social media platforms. Here, you can find us on YouTube at Circle Up with Amanda Heard. You can find us on TikTok at Circle Up underscore ah. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Circle Up underscore ah listen there's so many newsletters so many so much encouragement there's so many things to help bless you each and every day of the week there's live videos there's so much you can just glean from so be encouraged to run over there right now and just get connected love you guys lots talk to you next week bye